Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. His catchphrases in ESPN history, Stu Scott, booyah, got to be on the list. Chris Berman, back, 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 <laughs> gone. And of course, Chris Carlin saying, what, what is up, up, my people? What is up, my people? I want him to do it. Michelle, it's the only way for him to open every show he hosts from now until the end of time. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Michelle Smallman. You think that this is not as bad as Chris Carlin thinks it is. I think it's iconic. What is up, my people? Sometimes you stumble into something that's legendary. And Chris yeah. Carlin did just that. I think he it's thinks about it's embarrassing. I think it's it. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's but awesome. like, can't you imagine that music hitting? You know, if you haven't take problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got none in a. What is up, my people? Like I would do it like that. Like you're, it's you're the Michael Buffer of opening a show. Do you have a catchphrase? I've always wanted a catchphrase, but I've oh. never been able to develop one. So this is why I think "What is up, my people?" is amazing because a catchphrase has to be organic. It's it's hard to manu just like a nickname. You can't yeah. give yourself a nickname. Someone's got to right. give you a nickname. So the fact that he stumbled into "What is up, my people?" can't you see that on a shirt? We we should print the shirts, the Chris yes. Carlin "What is up, my people?" shirts. I don't have a catchphrase. I'm not cool or smooth enough to have that happen to me. Um, I I hope to one day. Maybe you know, at I some hope point to one day in your career, like so, like all the fans come up to Chris Carlin moving forward and they say, what is up, my people? Canty and Carlin on ESPN <laughs> Radio, ESPN app. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80 and the preseason gets going in earnest tonight. I don't know that I count the Hall of Fame game because no starters mm. even played in the that was like a celebration of football at a high school stadium. But tonight we've got the music. We've got the excitement. We've got two preseason games. We've got the Texans and the Patriots with Bailey Zappi going toe-to-toe against C.J. Stroud and whoever the Texans' backups are. And then whoever Geno Smith's backup is in Seattle will take the field as they take on Kirk Cousins' backup and the Minnesota Vikings. And all of these matchups will be available for you to watch and enjoy. It is amazing to me that I am excited. I, I am excited, Michelle. i got to admit I am fired up, but I know I'm going to be disappointed about 10 minutes in. But you said that you are so in on C.J. Stroud. You're buying the stock. You said you'd take him right now over Justin Fields before he's even taken a snap in the NFL. That that's how much you believe in him. So I'm just surprised your excitement meter isn't a little higher to see him. Yes, it's preseason, but this is his debut. He's going to play, what, eight plays? He's going to be on the field for 10 minutes? Like, I better not have to go to the bathroom because if I do, I'm going to miss the 10 minutes that C.J. Stroud is in the game. And everybody's like, what are you watching for tonight? I, I, uh, Bailey Zappi. Belichick should – you know, sh- kudos to Mike Vrabel. Do you hear what Mike Vrabel is doing for their first preseason game in Tennessee? I did. He's just letting somebody else coach. It's like, awesome. He, like, not only is Derrick Henry not playing in their preseason, <laughs> Mike Vrabel is above the action, above the fray of preseason football. It's a good reminder for who the backup quarterback is. 
So I just thought of this now, but a little later, I want to quiz. I want Shannon to quiz us on the backup quarterbacks because that's what preseason is good for. Finding out who everybody I would not have known without Joe Burrow getting hurt that Trevor Simeon is his backup quarterback. So no studying. I don't want you doing any prep. I'm curious how many of the backup quarterbacks we can name on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This story about Joey Bosa and his diet is absolutely (laughs) absurd. Now, I know Michael Phelps ate, like, when he was training for the Olympics, 47 pancakes and 35 slabs of bacon. Yeah. You're supposed to eat. What does a healthy person eat? A a maximum of of 1,000 calories? Like, for me, 1,000 calorie a day is – so. I have days I think where I eat like five or six hundred calories, and he is eating forty five hundred to five thousand calories per day. This is not human. Human beings are not supposed to ingest this much food. Well, he said that this is work for him, that it's part of the job, that this is not enjoyment at all for him to consume this many calories. Can I run you through the eating plan? Because it sounds exhausting. Yes. Okay. So he's obviously trying to gain weight. So he's eating in bulk. So here's what it says. Before a morning run, Bosa drinks plenty of fluids, maybe eats a little fruit. He follows his run with a small breakfast. Then the eating marathon would commence. He has five more meals with plates full of red meat, chicken, or fish, a big dose of protein, some vegetables, and often a version of his guilty pleasure carbohydrates like chickpea pasta and snacks. Lots of snacks. Think pretzels, nuts, and fruits, but no honeydew, no cantaloupe because Bosa hates it. But these are often smothered in creamy peanut butter, and then he has a smoothie. Look, I love to eat. This sounds like hell. Do you remember the scene in Seven where they make the the gluttony scene where they oh, make yeah. the kid eat all the, the spaghetti? Table. Oh my! Like that yeah. is that's what this sounds like. Also, none of this. It's like lean protein and chickpea pasta. I don't know if you'd think you'd love eating the forty five hundred to five thousand calories a day. This is taking years off of his life. I think Michelle, when you have to put. Guilty pleasure carbohydrate next to the words chickpea pasta. You're not having a good time. That you is are messed up. Bummed sentence. out. I'm offended. If that's your guilty pleasure, you are bummed out. Also, I'm offended by his. Who doesn't like cantaloupe and honeydew? Oh, come those on. are you, they're delicious fruits. No, they're not. They are like the last draft. They're Mister Irrelevant of the fruit salad. No, I totally disagree. You don't what? like a good piece of cantaloupe. Oh, and it's cold, and I, I'd eat a – you know, let me tell you, the best flavor of Gatorade, cantaloupe. Excellent what? Gatorade flavor. Phenomenal. Have you lost your mind? Classic Lemon Lime is by far the most superior Gatorade. I can't believe you're – we're hating on cantaloupe now? Poor cantaloupe is taking strays from Joey Bosa's 5,000 a day. So take me through this again. What is the small breakfast involved? Like a bowl of cereal? Is it oats? Is it so, uh, toast? He doesn't really outline that. He just says a small breakfast. So I'm assuming, though, it's fruit because he says before the run, he drinks plenty of fluids, maybe some fruit. And if he's not able to have carbohydrates outside of the chickpea pasta, I'm imagining the fruit, pro- or, excuse me, the breakfast is probably some more fruit, maybe some eggs, some more protein in the mix. But when you're eating five or six meals a day 
and you're constantly having to count your calories and schedule this in. It's right. a job. I remember Michael Phelps, as you mentioned, talking about this. And there right. was that piece that chronicled this because he was eating 10,000 calories a day. He yes. was doubling what Joey Bosa is doing. And yes, I remember him just shoveling it in his face and how exhausted and painful he looked at all times. Would you rather be on a juice cleanse where you eat nothing or would you rather try to do what Joey Bosa is doing where you're eating constantly pretzels, even when you're like eating when you're not hungry is one of the worst things in life. But at the same time, being starving and not eating also very difficult. So what would you prefer the juice cleanse or the Joey Bosa diet? So this is an easy answer for me, and you're going to give me heat for this, but I love a juice cleanse. I try to do one once a quarter. I love feeling empty and resetting my body. Yes, you get hungry, and it stinks, but I love at the end, you feel like, okay, the slate is clean. Now we can start over. We can have a salad. You know, two days later, I mean, French fries, you know, but at least in that moment, I'm feeling good. (laughs) I don't eat. I love to eat. I don't eat a ton. You know why I would rather do the juice cleanse than what Bosa mm. is doing? Because mm. in the juice cleanse, it's a sh- it's short term and you're feeling good about it. This sounds miserable. And this sounds like an elongated process where he's going to have to do this for a while to bulk up. This sounds like a marathon. Give me the juice cleanse because it's a sprint too. Here's what I don't understand. Joey Bosa had a great year. I mean, it, it, like when he's been healthy, he's been a really good football player for a long time. Why does he feel the need to go from 250 to 275 uh, or 270 that he played at earlier in his career but stayed below 280? And I guess you have to do that with just lean muscle. Like you mm-hmm. don't, he doesn't want to do it with, you know, uh, how I would go, which is uh, hoagies and chicken fingers <laughs> and a bunch of the crap that I've been eating over the course of the last couple of days. Yeah, I know he said he wants to get stronger and feel stronger. And by bulking up and putting on this weight, this lean weight, that he's accomplishing that. But gosh, it just feels so tedious. We'll see if it though if it translates to even more results for him. Yeah, I it, look if he does well, I'm kind of afraid of him having the season of his career and being the defensive player of the year. Because if he then all these NFL players are going to start doing this, and it's just a horrible habit. And I bet a lot of it is motivated by because Joey Bose is a really good player. Mm-hmm. But I think he's dealing with the brother competition thing because oh. Nick Bosa got further in the playoffs, was the defensive player of the year. And now everybody's arguing that Nick is the superior Bosa. And the only way Joey thinks he's going to be able to get him back is by, I don't know, going on this insane diet. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Michelle Smallman. And I believe we have the host of Canty and Carlin with us. Joining us now is Chris Carlin, who we have decided, Chris, that this is now your catchphrase. You were ashamed. <laughs> you were ashamed of what's up, all my people, or what? Now I think it's how you have to open it. What is show. up, my people? There you mm. go. That's the. Uh, I think you need to embrace it. Why run from it when you can hug it close, tight to you? It's just one of those things that happened, and <laughs> I don't know how it happened, and I don't want to be associated with it. Look. I just don't. I don't know. Uh, I when it's uh, I think kids would say cringeworthy. That is absolutely cringe. That was just awful. And I, I don't embrace it. I don't. Does it make you feel better, Chris, that I think it's iconic and I want it on a T-shirt? I think that you absolutely have to lean into it. I thought it was hilarious. And I think you can make it cool. 
I, you know, I don't. I, I think there's sarcasm in your voice. I don't no, know. No, I'm serious. I think <laughs> no. it's amazing. Chris, I truly really love us. it. We're being mm-hmm. legit. I tried coming so back sincere. from break yeah, to open the 5 o'clock hour, and I used it, and Michelle thought it, it, as she says, I can't get away with saying this. Now I sound like the goober. It slaps. It slaps. I, I, I love it. it. I think it slaps. Is it slaps, or is it stop trying to make fetch a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Which is it? Kind of feels oh. like the latter. <laughs> Chris, be honest. Tonight yeah. we have two preseason games on the docket. How much football is Chris Carlin really going to be watching? Eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, and listen, I, 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 we're all excited when football is truly back. It's always a good thing. I would say this. We're all excited until about the second quarter, and we realize that we're never going to see some of these guys ever again. And I understand that it's the opportunity for them to make it to the league, but we, we're we not going to pay that much attention after that. Um, I, I don't want to watch guys that I know in the fourth quarter are just not going to be not going to be around in a few weeks. And it might sound a little harsh for them, but more than anything, it's just the, the thought of, oh, we've got football back. This is amazing. To when you realize that it's not really football after very long. Chris, one guy we're all going to be excited to watch is C.J. Stroud, who we'll see for a bit tonight. Do you think that the Texans should just throw him into the fire and make him QB1 week one of the regular season? Uh, it depends on how they feel about their their offensive line. But, yeah, I think he's the quarterback that's most ready. Um, clearly, he and Bryce Young, I think, are going to be the guys uh, week one. I have no problem with that. I, I thought that C.J. Stroud was uh, the the guy that, above everybody else, was the best quarterback in this draft. Uh, I like his chances here to really be big-time difference maker for the Texans. The thing I would say is, you know, the guys I worry about are, are like, you know, Richardson in, um, uh, in Indianapolis, primarily because, you know, there's a guy that – only threw the ball, uh, you know, only completed more than 50% of his passes, what, six times in 13 games last year and only started for one full season. Like, that's the guy that I worry about more not being ready, especially, and I'm not trying to change the topic here, but especially if they don't have Jonathan Taylor. The four teams playing tonight, Chris, the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Texans, the Patriots, which teams will have the best record at the end of the year? Seahawks, Vikings, Texans, Patriots. Yep. Seahawks. I think the Seahawks will. The Vikings, I, I want to trust more. And here's what's sad about that. The in the in the NFC North, the Vikings should be it, but they're not. With with Aaron Rodgers gone, with the Bears kind of on the come, I think we all feel pretty good about where they're headed, but not not there yet. And all of the hype that the Lions are getting, the Vikings should absolutely be a team that should be able to take advantage of all that. And yet, I do not trust them. And I was talking about this earlier today. Should you believe in Kirk Cousins? Well, no, you shouldn't. He puts up nice numbers, but really when it matters the most, uh, he doesn't get it done. Then, you know, the Texans, I think, will be a team that, that still is going to very much be near the top of the draft, but they are getting better. They have a plan. You can see where that is headed. Uh, I, I firmly believe the Seahawks uh, are still going to be uh, an underrated team this year. 
Uh, it's just, is Gino going to have as good of a year? I think he probably will. I, I, I think he is at the juncture in his career where everybody knows what he is, and let's just see how it plays out uh, for him to be the guy uh, this season. And, and really, it's about the next season and a half. It's about for him trying to get as much money as he can. And I think up until this point, he had only made like $13 million uh, in his entire NFL career, and now he's making a whole lot more than that just this year alone. I, I, the Seahawks, I think, are still a pretty good team. Chris Carlin, the host of Canty and Carlin, joining us on Canty and Carlin here. And Chris, and when you joined us, Aaron and I were talking about Joey Bosa's ridiculous diet and that he had chronicled. He's eating between 4,500 and 5,000 calories a day. He's having about five, six meals a day, tons of protein. Do you think you could eat the Joey Bosa diet? It's called Thursday. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I 5,000 <laughs> calories a day is impressive. I don't think I could do that. I and that's silly to say, but I mean that that's a lot. Like it's one thing to do it one day. It's another thing to do it, you know, all week long. Like remember when we we talk about Michael Phelps and like how ridiculous uh his caloric intake was and then you realize how much is going out as well. 5000 a day. I don't I think I don't think I could do it for more than two or three days. He's also not eating anything that's delicious, Chris. So I, I like, you know, as someone who really likes to eat yeah. for for I think for all of us on this show, the last thing I want to do is make eating a chore. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I like to sit down and I'm hungry and I'm ready to go and I'm excited about a meal. Eating when you're not hungry is one of the worst things ever. Yeah, it's not good. And there's nothing I mean, let's be honest, as humans, even I will admit this. One of the worst feelings is being full, right? I mean, just, just being overly full. Um, when you have gone above that line of satisfaction to, oh, God, I'm disgusting, right? <laughs> so I, I think that, boy, like, what if he's not eating anything enjoyable, like, what is he eating in there? It's impossible. You'd have to eat an entire like coop of chickens if you're going to eat 5,000 calories worth of chicken. Chris, cantaloupe, delicious or disgusting? Uh, cantaloupe has its moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Thank I, you. I wouldn't say disgusting. Thank no. you. I Michelle is out here hating on, and, and uh, Joey Bosa apparently doesn't like cantaloupe. He says it's the one fruit he won't eat as part of his seven gajillion calorie diet. Yeah. And I said, I, I do a little cantaloupe. I could do a little honeydew. Now, is it number one? No, no. it's not number no. one, but it's very, but it is good. It is refreshing. It's it the last summer. draft pick in the fruit salad. You're never going for it first, second, or third. See, I can't stand the fruit salad that has all green melon. And you're like trying to hide a grape in there and call it a salad, right? Yeah. Yep. Like a, the when I get too much of the green melon, that's when I get annoyed. Cantaloupe, listen, do I have to be in the right mood? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> but I'm not going to call it disgusting. There are many other healthy foods that are disgusting. Um, the hot fruit topics are clearly lighting up the radio right now from Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Case Keenum, the third string quarterback for the Texans and the Patriots third string QB going to be on the field tonight lighting it up is uh, 
We got Trace McSorley and Malik Cunningham. So enjoy it tonight. Chris. Uh, here's a little tip. Take the second half under. <laughs> I, on uh, the second half under of, on the number of minutes of this we'll be watching <laughs> as football is back you could smell it in the air appreciate it chris talk soon all right guys that's chris carlin host of canty and carlin here on espn radio we're in on that show right now i'm aaron goldhammer she is michelle smallman and coming up next do we really know whether or not deshaun watson is still an elite quarterback we get into that after michelle gets into this from our friends at indeed When you're running your own business, the last thing you need is running into problems hiring. So check out Indeed, the all-in-one hiring solution that makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. With tools like Instant Match, the moment you sponsor a post, you'll instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can then invite them to apply, schedule, and conduct interviews all from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Watch him week to week, and he makes plays every week that makes my jaw drop. The explosion he had, and the breakaway speed, the footwork. Nick Chubb, touchdown! This game is over! If I was starting a team, I would go with Nick Chubb. Cleveland Browns got to be one of the highest variance teams in the NFL this year. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Michelle Smallman, who is upset. Because a 12-year-old girl who is playing in the Little League World Series or whatever that's on ESPN right now said her favorite player is Babe Ruth, which you think is a totally ridiculous idea because Babe Ruth played 100 years before this 12-year-old girl was even born. Houseway. How? Make it make sense, Michelle. You guys got it twisted. You guys think it's crazy. I think it's awesome. This is a girl who clearly appreciates history, and she appreciates greatness. She doesn't have to have eyes on him to know what he means to the game of baseball. So I think it's a great pick. 
I think your favorite player has to be somebody that you saw or experienced or that there is color video of. Like, what is it about? She loved the drinking and the hot dogs and the 714 home runs. Like, what is it about Babe Ruth that you loved so much? He was the, the Shohei, Shohei Otani before Shohei Otani. Uh, speaking of former greats, uh, Deshaun Watson, You know, th- this has been a real tightrope to walk. Uh, over the course of this preseason in Cleveland because I think Browns fans are excited about Deshaun Watson and want him to play well. They're not the ones who decided to bring him in. But the whole conversation about him, Michelle, has had nothing to do with football and everything about all the off-the-field stuff. Do you, are we at a place first, I guess I'll, I'll ask you, where we can have a football conversation about Deshaun Watson without getting into all the other stuff and the accusations? It's such a gray area because... We are at a place where it's been about a year now, right, since all of that stuff happened. He served his suspension. The legalities of it have been cleared up. But we are still at a juncture where he hasn't proven it yet again on the football field. And you also don't want to be insensitive to the women who who had that happen to them, you know, from Deshaun Watson. There was, what, 25 civil lawsuits that he was dealing with, 26? So I think it's it gets to a point where you shouldn't have to acknowledge it every time you speak about him because the record states that this has happened, we're aware of it. But I do think, though, the conversation, Aaron, is still, if he can't return to form, And be the quarterback that we saw, what was it, three years ago now? This is what he's going to be known for. These lawsuits and what happened off the field is what his legacy will be. It's ridiculous that his public perception is going to come around to whether he can still play football or not. But I think you're a thousand percent right. I think in November of this year, if he's leading the league in passing and leading the Cleveland Browns to first place in their division, which, by the way, Browns haven't won their division since 1989. It's absurd. If he could do that, then I think he'll be back in commercials. I think it's amazing how that it's amazing. I think, Michelle, how quickly the American public forgets. But if he doesn't play well, then I think it's just going to linger over his head, rightly or wrongly. And because of that, I think there is as much pressure on him as any player in the NFL this side Aaron Rodgers. Because he's trying to live up to a $230 million contract. He knows the future payment and compensation of quarterbacks is sort of sitting in his lap. But also he's trying to reclaim some semblance of his reputation. So he's playing for things well beyond just... Can the Browns, you know, beat the Ravens and the Bengals and get back to the playoffs? I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, We were talking about quarterbacks that have the most pressure on them. And Russell Wilson is in the mix. Aaron Rodgers is in the mix. Dak Prescott is certainly there. I brought up Deshaun Watson as well because we might not have to use it as a caveat every time we speak about it as the season goes on. Mm. But if he starts to play well, you're right. Football fans have a very short memory. We will be talking about the football player, Deshaun Watson, and not the person, Deshaun Watson. If he goes out there and cannot return to form, what is the conversation? I can't believe the Browns gave him this much guaranteed money when he hadn't played this long. This is a person who had all of these off-field issues, and the Browns knew it, and they gave him the money anyway. Worst trade in NFL history, right? I mean, that'll that'll become become part of the discourse. So I think, obviously, there's a lot on the line for him and a lot on the line 
um, for the Browns. I, I think that Deshaun still at 26 years old has the size, the speed, the processing ability, like all of the football traits that you would want in a franchise quarterback. And remember the last time he was consistently playing, Michelle, he was widely considered to be a top five quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL. There's also very little buzz about the Browns, which is, I think, a positive thing for them overall. The scary thing is in the six games he played last year, boy, oh boy, did he look. I mean, I'm going to be kind and use the word rusty, <laughs> but I know people in the league who say that the worst quarterback that was played last year across the 32 teams was played by Deshaun Watson in the last six games of the season. He was statistically one of the worst, if not the worst quarterback in the NFL, depending on what metric you look at. And yes, there was a suspension and he hadn't played in a long time and maybe he needed to get reacclimated to the the speed of the game and to mm-hmm. get his feet wet again. And yes, he had all of the stuff off the field swirling around him, maybe mentally that impacted him. But he's out of excuses now. And the Browns have so much writing on this one player and yep. he knows that. And we he's he's a human being. I can't imagine that that doesn't permeate into his thought process a lot that the pressure is on me. I have to not only perform on the football field because they need me to to have success, but also so that people aren't talking about what happened off the field all the time. And how will yeah. that impact him? Yep. I um I think he's going to be fine. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think he's I think he'll be good. Can you sense the confidence in my voice? I mean, Part of it is that it's the Browns, um, and maybe a little bit of it is I just have not seen him spark. Like at practice, he looks like the best Browns quarterback since 1999, Michelle, but that's a low bar. I mean, come on. You'd think he'd look worse than Cody Kessler and Seneca <laughs> Wallace. Like, geez. What it's, a list a, that is of Browns it, quarterbacks. Yeah. So it, it's that's not exactly putting him with a bust in the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Uh, he doesn't have to just be like average to make this trade in that contract make sense. He's got to take the Browns to the Super Bowl, I think. Um, and I, that's where I it, it loses me a little bit because I think he'll be the best quarterback the Browns have had since 99. And I think the Browns could win 10 games and make the playoffs this year. Totally. They're a very talented team. It's will he be in the same air as Burrow and Allen and like he doesn't need to be Mahomes, nobody is, but he needs to be in the next layer of quarterbacks in order for that contract to make sense. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, or RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. You can bundle and save by going to Progressive.com. That is Progressive.com. Up next, how well do you know your backup quarterbacks and Which team do you have more confidence in, the Niners or the Patriots? Hmm, little food for thought on Canty and Carlin. Aaron Goldhammer, Michelle Smallman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. The countdown to the NFL season rolls on. Feel good to be back, baby. Oh, he steps to the house. Touchdown. Turn it up and down. Turn it up and down. Incredible play. 35-yard touchdown. Time for the football, baby. 28 days until the Lions and Chiefs kick off the 2023 season. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app is presented by Progressive Insurance. Do you feel the buzz in the air? That is Patriots backup kicker, Chad Ryland, getting ready for preseason game number one tonight as they take on the Houston Texans. Then at 10 o'clock Eastern, the Seattle Seahawks and not Geno Smith take on the Minnesota Vikings and not Kirk Cousins in a battle of which guy is going to be doing your taxes next year. It's the NFL preseason and it's live. For you right now. Instead of breaking down those games, we're going to talk about confidence meter. Which teams we have the most confidence in. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She's Michelle Smallman. And our producer, Shannon Penn, joins us now for a little comparison. Shannon, what do you got? All right, here we go. We'll ask you which team do you have more confidence in. Michelle, I will start with you. All the right. San Francisco 49ers or the New England Patriots? Oh, it's the San Francisco 49ers. They have a better team as a whole. I love Kyle Shanahan's scheme offensively. You could be under center, Shannon, and he'll find a way to get it done. So I'm going with the 49ers. I I think that's a little bit of a stretch. I haven't seen Shannon play quarterback, but I oh, do think on. if Matt... if Sneaky uh, Mac, I called him Matt Jones. I think he hosts with us on ESPN Radio. He does. Myron Metcalf. Tomorrow, uh, 3 to 7 Eastern. That, tomorrow. There, there, there you go. Carlin. All right. Matt Jones is uh, my guy, even though he edged us out for number one mid-market, mid-morning show in the country in some ranking thing. Um, if Mac Jones was on the 49ers... I think they could win the Super Bowl. So I think you kind of need the two teams combined for a Super Bowl champion. But I definitely trust the Niners more than the Pats. What's next? All right, the next two teams here, Aaron, the Minnesota Vikings or the Los Angeles Chargers? I feel like these teams are in a very similar spot. I know people love Justin Herbert and tell me I'm crazy. I don't trust him in a big game. 27 to nothing lead they blew in the playoffs last yeah. year. I'm going to... Uh, boy, I'm really thrilled about answering this question because I don't trust either team. I mean, I feel like flipping a coin. The Chargers, I guess, but I don't feel great about it. Michelle? I don't feel great about either one. You're right. They're they're comparable in different ways, but they're right there on the same tier in the confidence pyramid. But I'm going to go with the Vikings strictly because of Justin Jefferson. I just have so much respect for what he does. And, you know, I think we underrate Kirk Cousins a little bit. Yeah, he has had trouble in prime time. Hooked by the at times. Netflix show. Exactly what it show? is. I'm just saying. Maybe maybe I 
am loving the plaid shirts and the Coles cash, but I think he is a bit underrated. So I'm going with the Vikings. Do you know how much money he's made in his career? Oh, my God. Legend he's at the like bank. The, he's like the richest. Yes, he's a legend at the bank. Ski mask all star. <laughs> he's also what's Ski the mask um, Shannon? What's the uh, football game that we have uh, on ESPN um, in the fall? What, uh, what do they call that? You know, where uh, not on Sundays, but the day after they play the uh, what do they call it? You know what I'm talking about? Um, Mon- oh, Monday night, night football. Yeah, you heard of Monday night football. You put Kirk Cousins on that. He's terrible. At the bank, he's great. On Monday night football, he's awful. Next. Next two teams here, Michelle, the Seattle Seahawks or the Miami Dolphins. Which team do you have more confidence in? Ooh, this is another really good comp. Uh, Like both of these teams for different reasons. If Tua is healthy, though, I'm going with the Dolphins. I think from a personnel standpoint, they have more weapons. Tua was so efficient and productive when healthy last year. So if he can stay that way, I'm going with the Dolphins. Yeah, and I'm going with the Seahawks, actually. I think they're one of the most underrated teams in the league. I think they have toughness. I think they play in an easier division. And I think their quarterback isn't as good but is more reliable. And I definitely like their coach better. So for all of those reasons, I'll take Seattle over the Dolphins. Who's next? All right, Aaron, the next two teams on the list, the Chicago Bears or the Pittsburgh Steelers? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say the Steelers. Do you know Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season? It's I've like heard that. magic. I've heard it's, that, yeah. It's trust, uh, plus, uh, trust? I don't know who trust is. Uh, plus, Kenny Pickett was better than everybody thought he'd be and was underratedly good in the second half of the season last year. Give me the Steelers. Michelle? I'm drinking the Bears Kool-Aid. I think Justin Fields is electric. He's going to take another step this year, especially with DJ Moore as his number one target. I, I just think that they're one of those teams that has the arrow pointing up and their division has a lot of question marks. I'm going with the Bears. All right, we have time for one more, Shannon, or is that it? We'll squeeze it in. You got to give a uh, short answer here. Michelle, the Saints or the Browns? More confidence in. Ooh. I'm going to shockingly go with the Saints. I think Derek Carr, Come change on. of location. I, Derek it's been Carr. three years since Deshaun Watson did it, Aaron. I can't until I see it put my faith in Derek that. Derek Carr never did it. Like, you know, I, I I would say that there's more faith in the Browns. Who's the Easy coach? division for the Saints. Sean Payton's not. Who's the coach of the Saints? Dennis Dennis Allen is the coach of the Saints? Yeah, I'd give me the Browns. Um, not that I'm super confident in them, but I'm more confident in them than I am in the Saints. Up next, do the Jets have the biggest target on their back of any team in the NFL? We get into it. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Michelle Smallman. You're listening. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.